Hello and welcome to Meta Beta Gaming. I am your host, Matthew Warbe, aka MWarbe001 for all you Instagram followers. And for all you PC gamers, I'm CoolHardy100 on Steam because all my consoles are broken and I have no money to fix them whatsoever. Yes. <laughs> I should really like put an Xbox Series X on like layaway or something because this is getting ridiculous that I still haven't fixed any of my consoles. But that is the life of a poor person, people, you know. You gotta supplement, you gotta hide your money where it is. But we have an interesting topic today because I was just reading an article because I just finished playing a round of Halo Infinite multiplayer. Uh, season four is ongoing. So I decided to jump back in just to see what's it all about. And wow, like it took me about a minute to find a game which is relatively weird because for battlefield call of duty csgo uh you know destiny obviously they're all just instant instantaneous like a second and i am in game but for halo infinite it took me a little over a minute to find a game to go in blah 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 and i was reading an article and it said halo infinite has lost 98% of its player base on PC. That is insane. And given the fact that it took me over a minute to find a game, I was like, wow, this actually might be accurate. This actually might be accurate. And it got me thinking, like, what? has happened to halo infinite i mean halo infinite was supposed to be the flagship title for the xbox series x to showcase right off the bat what the xbox series x is capable of as a gaming console for the masses you know xbox marketed this as the most powerfulest console ever created now where have we heard this before because they said the exact same thing about the Xbox One X when it first came out, that it was the most powerfulest console ever created. And to their retrospective, yeah, on paper, it was more powerful than the PS4 Pro, at least on paper, at least in terms of raw technical specs. Yes, it was more powerful. Same thing with Series X versus PS5. Uh, kind of iffy on it's being the most powerful console, considering both consoles have relatively similar specs it's just how they're configured that actually differs. but overall at least on paper they're both exactly the same hardware wise it's just the configuration as well as software wise that you know uh kind of differentiates. but yeah it was this article really brings into you know perspective how low halo has gotten like this is probably the lowest point in actually halo I mean, when Halo Infinite launched, I think this was back in all the way back in 2021. So this is like two years ago, going on three years ago, because this is, uh, actually, no, it's not even, yeah, it's, it's around two to three years ago. It's it's uh, going to be three years now. But yeah, um, it launched in a pretty bad state. I mean, the, the campaign section launched okay it wasn't great 
but it was okay. It launched in a way better state than the multiplayer. The multiplayer aspect was where a lot of people had issues with because the multiplayer aspect was, I guess, poor. I guess poor is a way to say it because it launched... Um, it launched pretty much just in a bare-bones multiplayer mode. Didn't have Forge. Didn't have Team Slayer. Like, what? It didn't have Team Slayer. Like, that's how far it was like. Didn't have Forge. Didn't have Team Slayer. Multiplayer was just a mess. It was buggy, server issues, lag so much cheating uh there was a glitch with like controller players uh i mean it goes on and on but it was such a bad mess and the fact of the matter is that it was supposed to be a live service a live service game with missing features that have been a part of halo since the original halo launch back in the original xbox so it did not really go well. And of course, the microtransactions and monetizations. They focused so much on monetizations that they forgot to finish the game. Which is a curse for all live service games. They focus so much on the, on the monetizations and try to make as much quick buck as they can that they forget to finish the game. And it got a little better. I mean, Season 2 of Halo Infinite um, which launched around February of, of, of a last year, so that's 2022, finally added campaign co-op, which is what players wanted, which, once again, was a feature in every single Halo game before Halo Infinite at launch. Okay. Um, they added, of course, some new multiplayer maps, some multiplayer content, and, of course, the Battle Pass, which was complete garbage. And then uh, Season 3... Is when they finally added Forge. So. Uh, <laughs> February, March, April, May. Three months after they added the campaign co-op. They added Forge. So the two biggest features that players wanted. They finally gotten a year later. But the damage was already done. And then the new multiplayer content was added of course. And then Season 3 Battle Pass. And now the we're in uh, season four and hasn't really done much. They just you know changed the battle pass, a uh, couple of multiplayer con content. Uh, you know it's it's pretty rough because I remember when Halo Infinite first launched. When when it was first going to launch, three four three said they were going to have a ten year plan for Halo Infinite. They were going to add single-player DLCs to ex to expand the campaign, to add in different, you know, facets of uh, the Halo ring, the Zeta Halo, Halo ring, as well as finish the campaign story because the campaign ended in a cliffhanger with the villain, which I'm not going to say anymore, but if you play the campaign, you know what I'm talking about. But, uh, yeah, apparently that is all scrapped. Like, that is all scrapped, and they're just putting Halo Infinite on life support until they can figure out what to do, either make a Halo 7 or whatever, 
But the whole concept of Halo Infinite is right now dead in the water. I mean, it's pretty much just like on life support. Um, Twitter, there was a Twitter comment, which I believe three people verified as well as elaborated. Um, somebody apparently also from 343G Industries says that they're, they can't say their name, blah, 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 because of the... Because of because of the whole you know non disclosure agreement because of their NDAs and their contracts, but they said that these uh, reports that they're saying on Twitter is true that all of the single player campaign DLCs have been scrapped. They have been scrapped. No matter if they were finished in post production, pre production, whatever, they are scrapped. They are gone, and that three four three is solely focusing on maintaining the multiplayer aspect and kind of quote unquote just keeping it alive for as long as possible due due to the fact that they didn't think that creating single player DLCs was monetizable once again i mean uh, just reading these articles kind of pisses me off because i mean okay the only live service game that I feel that has been successful is Destiny 2. Every uh, and maybe the Division 2. Those two life services are probably the only two that I feel like have been successful and that is because they launch the games completed to a point. They were completed. They weren't missing features, they weren't missing anything. It was a complete game. And then they just added on top of it. Halo Infinite wasn't a complete game. It was missing features. It was buggy. It was just a complete mess. Graphics were not up to par. Even the later additions, which I believe on PC, they added a HD texture pack, which basically brought it up to 4K textures which should have been at launch anyway, because at that time, um, this was a flagship game to not only show off the Xbox Series X capabilities, but also show off AMD capabilities. And AMD at that time was was uh, bringing out the 6000 series GPUs, which were the first GPUs at that time to have hardware accelerated ray tracing, as well as... Uh, rasterization performances on par with NVIDIA's 3000 series. So not having 4K textures was just stupid. I mean, especially when you're partnered with a GPU manufacturer that's supposed to be bringing out their, their flagship cards around the same time as this game was going to be released. I mean, going back to this article, it's really like it's really hard to like what is going on with 343 like i know they had massive layoffs and there was a whole restructuring in inside microsoft at this time and there was a huge huge restructuring on on uh, 343 studios also but it's like to let your flagship title go this low i mean it really goes to show how competent 343 Industries is as a developer. 
but also Microsoft as a whole, as a company, because remember, Halo was a in-house studio. Halo was created specifically for the original Xbox console. It it helped Xbox compete with the PS2. It helped usher in the 360 era and help make the Xbox 360 a dominant gaming console in that era. Remember, Xbox Live was a huge, huge step up from uh, Nintendo's Wii's online service as well as um, PlayStation's PlayStation Network at that time. Even though the PlayStation 3's PlayStation Network was actually free, you didn't have to pay. People were paying for Xbox Live because of the better service. And one of their best-selling games at that time was Halo 3, as well as the Call of Duty franchises. You know, those two franchises help usher in this online gaming trend that jumped, that propelled it forward, and pretty much what made online gaming what it is today. You know, Halo helped. Halo helped with that. Halo helped sold the Xbox 360s, even during the Red Ring of Death crisis that the Xbox 360 series was going through. Halo helped keep that console afloat with Halo 3, Halo Reach, Halo 3 OST, Halo 4 even. You know, 343's um, first Halo game after Bungie left. So Halo has been an intricate part of the Xbox ecosystem. And for it to go this low, I mean, it's really just sad. It's seriously just beyond sad at this point, guys. Uh, what do you think about this article? Do you think it's true that on PC, uh, Halo Infinite has lost 98% of his fan base? I'm currently playing it on Xbox Game Pass because it's free for Xbox Game Pass users. And honestly, with how much Halo Infinite costs and the cost of Xbox Game Pass, I mean, it'll take like four to five months of Game Pass just to pay off Halo Infinite, and I have access to hundreds of games, so I kind of take the Xbox Game Pass version, you know, but just for the fact that it took me over a minute to find a game is kind of compelling to the fact that this article at least has some form of truth to it. Uh, once again, guys, what do you think? Do you think it's true? Uh, message me on Twitter, message me on Instagram about it, you know, just keep up the fan base soon. We will be adding YouTube support soon in the future. Um, I'm still figuring that out. Um, also, we have MetaBeta Gaming merch. We have mouse pads. Uh, we'll also be having more soon. I'm still working out the logistics of that part. But expect more MetaBeta Gaming merchandise soon. Not just mouse pads, but maybe t-shirts and stuff like that. You can find those also on my Etsy store. That's where you'll find everything on uh, MetaBeta Gaming, as well as anything anime and video game related merchandise. You can find that on my Etsy store. It's called Anime Fusions by Matthew. Uh, selfless plug right there. And uh, yeah, you know, have an awesome Sunday, guys. It's beautiful outside. Enjoy it. And, you know, enjoy your, enjoy your Sunday. Once again, guys. I am your host, Matthew Warbay, a.k.a. MWarbay001 for all you Instagram followers and for all you PC gamers. I'm CoolHardy100 on Steam. Peace out.